0: Hello and welcome to Psych Path Pod, navigating career and educational possibilities. Again, I am your host, Dr. Jenna Bame-Lawton, and with me today is Dr. Sarah Jung, and I am very excited uh, to be talking with her today. Specifically, I will let her introduce her background, um, but I'm very excited to be talking with her because um, Sarah is a a part-time faculty member and actually also holds a full-time job out in the the field of psychology and a very unique one, I think. So I'm very uh, excited to be talking with her. I'm glad that listeners are back with us again. We had a brief hiatus over over the break. Uh, but we are back and we'll dive in. So welcome, Dr. Sarah Jung.
1: Hi, Jenna. Yeah, thank you for having me um, on the podcast. I'm really looking forward to chatting.
0: Excellent. Thank you so much. So normally I start with the background, but I think in your case, I think we should start with uh, what you currently do, what's your your current occupation. So if you want to just tell us a little bit about What's the current work that you do, um, and and how uh, how does it involve psychology, and how did you get into it, I think might be a, a good place to start, and then we'll back up and, and kind of bring you, bring full circle
1: from there. Yeah, that sounds great. Um, so just uh, to kind of set the context a little bit, I'm an educational psychologist, um, so like you said, we can talk more about that later, but I currently... Um, am an assistant professor in the department of surgery at the university of Wisconsin, Madison. Um, So, excuse me. Yeah. It's um, I will say this is not a job I knew existed when I started graduate school. Um, So to tell you a little bit about what I do, my job kind of has it. it, I sort of like to think of it in thirds. So kind of a, a third of my time, um, I spend developing my own research program. And I'm really interested in um, a couple of things specifically in medical and surgical education. One is um, like workplace-based assessments, um, compet- competency-based learning, and you know how we accomplish that in um, particularly the surgical training setting. And then um, two is also thinking about um, creating welcoming and inclusive learning environments, particularly for students from groups that have been historically excluded from science and medicine. And so therefore um, are still currently underrepresented in the field. So that's kind of my, those are my areas of, of focus with my own research. Um, I kind of, I spend sort of a third of my time then helping support other faculty members um, or trainees or really anyone in the department who is interested in um, education and education research. So that was kind of why my position was created in the first place. And I'm the first person also to have this position in the department. (laughs) Get to make Um, it what you want. So Yeah, it's been a little bit of, you know, kind of um, creating as we go based on the needs of the department. But essentially, you know, I I consult with a lot of folks on um, education research projects, um, curriculum development projects, etc. And then kind of the the last third is sort of really um, time spent for um, teaching. I have a medical student course that I teach. Um, I do some work at the med school level with like professional development type of things. So that's really what I'm doing on a day to day basis. Excellent.
0: And so as an so as a, a professor um, in the the teaching is obviously one of your main responsibilities, but also it sounds like um, just doing research related to education specifically for surgery, medical or kind of more across the board
1: yeah so that's a that's a great question um <clears throat> so just to kind of give a little more context uh for this my I mentioned i'm the the first person um really who's had my position in the department. um I've been here for nine years, so I've been here since two thousand and fourteen. It was my uh, first job out of grad school wow. actually. um and when I was hired, you know, I think we were all kind of trying to figure out okay what what does this look like, mm-hmm. right, and and what is the um, correct, I guess, designation um, for this role, so when I, not to get too much into the, the weeds, but when I was hired, I was hired as a, a faculty associate, which mm-hmm. um, usually is used for more teaching type positions, mm-hmm. at least here at UW, or it was, and so, um, you know, it really came to light that, like, the the department really needed my, um, position to be much more focused on research. So while I do some teaching, it's not probably what you would like, it's not to the level of maybe what you might think of as a typical faculty teaching load. Um, the other thing is that I like our medical school, uh, school of medicine and public health has sort of different Um, faculty tracks, given that a lot of folks who work here are clinical. So there's a clinical track. There's a tenure track, which I think is what most people think about when they think about, you know, faculty. But then there's the track that I'm on, which is the clinical health sciences track. So it's kind of like between tenure and and academic staff. So you still have to get promoted and do, you know, faculty things, but it's a little bit different. The reason I mention that is because I think that allows me to have less emphasis on teaching
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, I you know and and more emphasis on sort of the research and faculty development type things within the department, which obviously faculty development is a form of teaching too, but I don't teach a lot of like formal classes
0: gotcha so more more working with the the faculty who will be then teaching the classes within the department.
1: Yeah. And I mean, honestly, again, our, like we have some fecal- faculty who teach classes. Um, I, I still, I will admit, don't entirely understand the medical student curriculum. Um, <laughs> the classes are, are very different. They run for different lengths. I mean, we don't have like standard semester long courses. And, um, you know, a lot of the teaching that happens is actually happening in the field, right? In the hospital, in the operating room, in the, you know, and so that's really been kind of a really cool opportunity for me to apply my interests and my background into a very um, applied area of education.
0: Yeah, definitely. So I guess that's that's actually a nice segue then to, to maybe back up uh, and talk a little bit about what your background is. Um, so we'll start maybe if it's okay with you, we'll just start at the beginning um, how you got into psychology as an undergrad, and then we'll kind of move through there to experiences in in graduate school and then uh, to how you're applying that now um, and any insights you have. I'm also interested in hearing more about your research, um, but we'll we'll get there uh, after we talk a little bit about your background
1: sure yeah um so <clears throat> i mean i think i always had an inkling that i liked working with people uh you know uh i wasn't entirely sure what i wanted to do when i started college um and i'm also you know i th- i i think it's relevant to folks to mention like i'm a first generation college student so coming from you know that perspective like my family was super supportive Great. um and you know but also like I didn't have a lot of um I didn't have a lot of context for navigating the college sure. environment so mm-hmm. yeah. um you know my undergrad I was like oh you know maybe like maybe I will go to med school or do nursing or mm-hmm. something cuz I you know I had been interested in the medical field so it's kind of interesting that I interesting that I ended up here <laughs> But, you know, as I started courses, um, I just really became interested in my psychology courses in particular and kind of, you know, felt like it was maybe a good route to go to get into an area where I would be able to work with people in different ways, um, you know, and talking to my Advisors, it seemed like there could be a lot of flexibility and what I would mm-hmm. do with a undergrad degree in psychology. Definitely, um, I I did some study abroad, and so I ended up adding in a second major in international studies oh, because that's... I had a bunch of credits. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I maybe I maybe didn't plan the most direct route uh, through college, <laughs> but I will say I think I had some really valuable experiences.
0: Oh, fascinating! Where where were you abroad? <laughs>
1: So I um I ended up uh being in uh Warsaw, Poland for oh. a semester because um I was doing so I should probably mention I did my undergrad degree at the University of Minnesota in Duluth and um during the summers I worked in Canal Park like in the hotels and there were people who would come from like different countries to work there and I met some folks from Poland and we got to be friends and they're like, oh, you should come, you know, spend some time in Warsaw. And so I found a program that would allow me to do that and get college credit for taking classes there. So wonderful! it was really fun.
0: Yeah. So you felt like that was a good experience just to kind of broaden horizons and.
1: <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, especially, you know, I grew up in a very small town in Minnesota. Like I didn't, you know, I hadn't had much world experience, I will say, before that. So you know a uh, side plug for uh uh um if people are able to do um you know international study yeah opportunities I, it's definitely worth
0: it yeah it's amazing we have some of those programs at at the college here and and i think that's just yeah. super neat that that that's available to folks so Cool. So, um, going back a little bit in terms of, uh, you said you got interested in your psychology classes. Did you take intro and then thought I want to take a few more or was it a specific, uh, like abnormal psych or, or developmental psych or something that, that really piqued your interest?
1: Yeah, no, I, I took intro. Um, I think I took intro as a high school student actually. Yep. And, um, and I know, you know, I end up having high school students in my classes Mm -hmm. um, at Madison college, which is great. So I took that, I got really interested in it. And then when I um, was in Duluth and kind of trying to figure out what do I want my major to be, I was like, Oh, I should take some more psych classes. And so then, yeah, I took like developmental and I really liked that. Um, Abnormal. um, Yeah. Just well, I mean I took a bunch once I once I decided that I wanted um psych to be my major, but also the um faculty member whom I took developmental psych from ended up being um sort of a, a research mentor for me and my um, advisor, um my academic advisor. So I guess that like that experience kind of along with developing the relationship with her Mm -hmm. sort of made me feel like, okay, I want to, you know, declare psychology as my major and, um, explore different options related to the field. So I did, I did a lot of things, um, that, uh, I think helped me explore like, well, what is it that I might want to do with Mm -hmm. psychology? Um, I took, um, we had a, forget the exact name now you're making me think back a long way (laughs) Jenna but this is good um we had a a a research um opportunity project I will say maybe somewhat similar to you know things you can do with like honors projects or things at Madison College but like I did a a research um study with um my advisor whom I was just mentioning also since Duluth was a, a smaller branch of um, the U of M, um, they actually, uh, used a lot of, or asked a lot of, um, undergrad students to be teaching assistants. So I was a teaching assistant for quite a few courses, which really got, you know, piqued my interest in, um, education, hence the educational psychology. Um, and then, um, we also had a pretty strong, um, psychology club, um, at UMD. So I got, pretty involved in that. And that was a lot of fun.
0: That's, uh, that's excellent. Those are all great experiences to, to kind of really get your feet wet in a bunch of different areas. Uh, What was the research? What was your research project? Like, were you a research assistant? um, Was it a
1: paid thing? Did you get course credit for it? I, gosh, I believe I got course credit. And then, so I had to apply, I had to put together a research proposal with my advisor. We applied and then there was some funding associated with it to like buy materials and things that you might need for your project. Um, so we did a study on, um, looking at, um, uh, students, um, need for cognition. So they filled out a, Need for, I'm sure you're familiar yes, with the that's need for my, that's my, field, I, yes, <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah.
1: So, um, you know, we we um, looked at correlations between that and then some other variables, and then um, like the um, how students rated their instructors in terms of um, their course evaluations. Um, so, and you know, we know that there's ongoing. Uh, issues and things with, with course evaluations, but um, that was kind of, you know, the, the basis of um, my foray into, to research. And through that experience, I actually learned that I really liked doing research. And, you know, before that I hadn't really considered the research um, aspect of a career in psychology. I was thinking of it more like, oh, I'll go and, you know, be, um, um, a counselor and, you know, um, do, um, one-on-one counseling with patients, which I I considered, um, and is a great career, but, you know, and I know there are um, many tracks that allow you to blend those two, but I ultimately decided that for me personally, I wanted to focus more on, um, applied psychology, um, in terms of education, but also the, the research component.
0: That's excellent. So, as part of this, it sounds kind of like it was not the the professor's research that you were working on, but rather your own independent project with that person as an advisor. Were you able to present that, or uh, or publish, or were there any of those kind
1: of experiences? Yeah. So we actually um, I'd forgotten about this. We went to a because um, there was a group of us who were doing research projects, and we went to. Uh, I forget the name of the conference, but basically a a conference that focuses on undergraduate research. Mm -hmm. Um, We all Mm -hmm. took a bus, I think it was to Asheville, (laughs) North Carolina, Uh, or maybe we've, uh, anyway, yes, we went and we presented there and it was just my first experience with um, uh, doing a poster. I did Mm -hmm. a poster and, you know, with presenting my work and having other people come up and, you know, ask me questions yeah. about it and like really feeling like I could develop expertise in this area that I could share with other people. So
0: yeah. 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 That's a really important thing I think too, is to kind of get out there and talk with other people about your research and about what you're doing. And that's wonderful. Um, so as you kind of went through, uh, undergrad, at what point did you know, that graduate school was going to be necessary for you? Or or did you decide that you wanted to pursue that? Or did you take a break between the two?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think, you know, in in having um, conversations with my advisor, and just kind of thinking about, you know, wanting to um, do research um, and pursue that, I knew that graduate school was going to be necessary um I didn't know for sure exactly what I wanted to pursue and so I did take a year between um my undergrad um and then my um graduate school and I actually did AmeriCorps which if you're you're familiar but for those who aren't familiar it's I mean I, I don't know I sometimes just call it like domestic version of the Peace Corps in some ways like you're essentially a volunteer and you can do different things and you get like a small stipend typically um but you know it's it's kind of more of a uh, a position to fill um, needs across the country. And so I knew that I wanted to do a position that was focused on education to really mm-hmm. kind of explore, continue to explore my interest in that area. And so I ended up being placed in um, a town um, nearby Duluth um, in one of the elementary schools in Cloquet. And I was in um, the um, uh, one of the the resource rooms that um, primarily served Native American students. And so I would work with students on um, mostly reading skills, but really anything, you know, we do math, we mm-hmm. do Um, anything that students um, were coming in wanting to or needing to work on and just really were there to be a resource for students and it was a lot of fun the kids were amazing and I also learned that I was really interested in you know how we can think about applying psychological principles and theories and you know I couldn't articulate this at the time Mm -hmm. but I mean I really wanted to understand education and you know why we did things the way that we did but also how might we do things better to to help our learners so
0: kind so of the science kind of, of teaching happened and happened. learning yeah yeah <laughs> that's wonderful so when you were doing that um were you also thinking towards i'm going to apply to grad school soon or was it was there something that prompted you to go at that point
1: yeah i mean i you know i kind of felt like if i'm going to do it I want to do it now particularly since you know I was like looking for jobs and trying to consider well what would I do because the also AmeriCorps was only um a year-long position um and so you know luckily in conversation with um my advice. So even after I graduated, I have to say the faculty were really great, like about, you know, continuing conversations with me and talking to me about, um, you know, um, grad school and the application process. And so I think I applied, yeah, I applied, I graduated in May, and then I was applying for graduate schools the following fall. And so um, I, you know, had talked with my advisor about like, focusing in in ed psych, Mm -hmm. um, which actually happened to be her background. So I guess (laughs) that kind of makes sense, right? We actually ended up going to the same place for graduate school. Um, And so, you know, worked on that process as I was doing AmeriCorps. And I think AmeriCorps really helped to inform, you know, things like my personal statements and like ideas Mm -hmm. around why I wanted to, you know, be in the programs that I did and what I wanted to focus on.
0: So what was your experience uh, applying to grad schools? Was it, was it, I'm not going to say enjoyable because I'm not sure there's anyone who really loves that process, <laughs> but uh, what was, did you, did you know exactly where you wanted to be and go there or was there more of a, <laughs> we'll see how it turns out kind of process? Oh gosh.
1: You know, again, I would like to say it was 100% organized and <laughs> that I had a very thought out plan, um, but that would not be true. I mean, I I did, you know, I I knew enough, and obviously received enough support um, from the the faculty at at UMD to be like, okay, I need to you know really be able to articulate articulate why I'm interested in it ed- ed psych, what I would you know want to um, make um, you know at least a general focus of my research, um, but you know I just kind of looked at programs throughout the country that um, I thought looked interesting Mm -hmm. um, in areas Mm -hmm. that I thought I might be happy in. Um, And I also, you know, looked at um, how competitive competitive it was to get in, you know, like I definitely had schools that I thought I could definitely get into and then some that were like my reach school and I Mm -hmm. ended up getting into my reach school. So yay um but you know I, I think and i don't know if this is a good time to bring this up or you know if this will come later but i think you know now now knowing what i know right i would have spent much more time thinking about very specifically how my research interests aligned with the research interests of the faculty mm-hmm. at the um at the programs. I mean, there was enough of that there, obviously, that they were interested, but I'm like, oh wow. Now, having gone through the process of being where I am, I'm like, I really am kind of lucky mm-hmm. because I, you know, I think I I hadn't thought as much about what will I bring to the right. faculty person's research. I was more so looking at it from the perspective of, well, what is going to meet the needs that I want? And, you know, kind of knowing. Now that obviously it's a two-way street, right? You right. want a program that's going to meet your needs, but you also really need to be able to clearly articulate like what, you know, what are you bringing? Why are you a good fit for your faculty mentors, you know, lab.
0: Right. Because they, they get to choose to work with you as yeah. well. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so they get that. Excellent. So what, uh, what school and what program was it? Was it a a terminal master's or a a PhD straight in program?
1: Yeah, no, it was, uh, I actually ended up going here to the university of Wisconsin in Madison. Excellent. Um, their, um, learning sciences area of their educational psychology program. Um, which really allowed me to do what I wanted to do, which was apply, um, psychological theory to, learning and the design of learning environments. And yeah, it was a, it's, you know, you, you apply, at least for the program I did, you apply for the PhD. You get your master's on route to the PhD, but you're applying to be a PhD student.
0: And how long about was that program for you or the average and (laughs) that you saw in your cohort?
1: Yeah. So I trying to think of what that average might be. Um, you know, I think um I ha- I had uh colleagues who did it in like five years, mm-hmm. I think was the fastest because two years for the masters and then kind of the, the three-ish years for maybe a little bit less. Anyway, so that was on the, the shorter end. I did seven years. Um and I during that time I had my daughter, um you know, um, so I would say for the program that I was in, you know, five to seven years was pretty typical. Typical.
0: And did you, uh, did you work as a research assistant or a teaching assistant
1: during that time as well? I did. Yeah. So I, um, it it also worked out really well. And um, another reason I chose Wisconsin, in addition to the fact that it was, you know, it's an amazing program Mm -hmm. is that um, my advisor also had uh funding for me to be a, a project assistant um on a grant that she had. So I was a project assistant um and then also did um some teaching assistant work throughout the seven years.
0: And that was overall a positive experience. You liked both of them or you just really liked the research part or were there challenges there?
1: I I liked both. Um, you know, I, I think, um, I think it, it gave me doing both gave me good insight into, you know, what it's like to be a faculty person, right? Cause obviously you're teaching, um, you're doing research typically, you know, depending on where you're at and how heavy your, um, teaching load is, et cetera. But um, the the nice thing about the project assistantship was that it aligned with the research that I was doing um, for, my, uh, for my degree. So just like very briefly, I was really interested in reading and reading comprehension and particularly like how people read in more complex online environments, how we better support people to do that. Um, and so I spent a lot of time in Um, middle school classrooms, um, Mm -hmm. looking at how um, students were engaged with things like websites and simulations and stuff as they were learning about science. So um, that was really fun and um, related to my research, which was great. And then um, the classes I taught I'd had a few different things, but they, you know, were primarily in the ed psych department and, um, the class I taught most focused on, um, theories of learning. So, you know, that was great because I had to write about that anyway for <laughs> things like my prelims. And so, yeah, it, it all worked out pretty well.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. And so what was your dissertation topic? So something to do with reading and, or did you branch? A little yeah, more?
1: I, It's kind of sad that I can't remember the exact title (laughs) of my dissertation anymore, but it looked at um, uh, reading uh, comprehension and and reading sort of self-regulated reading processes in online um, learning environments and looked at um, similarities and differences between reading in like, a you know, reading a paper book or reading in um, a non-digital versus a Um, more dynamic digital environment and what similarities are there, what differences. And um, my particular interest was in how do we better support learners who might uh, struggle in those learning environments. So,
0: Definitely. Excellent. And did you overall, as you were kind of coming to the end of that, did you know, where you wanted to go and say, I want to find a research position or how did that, uh, whole thing play out where you, you ended up, you said this is right after grad school. (laughs) Did it just show up on your doorstep? That would, that would be wonderful.
1: (laughs) So yeah, again, I, I, I wish I could say like, you know, there was a very out there, but as we know, that's usually not how life works. Um, even if we have the best of intentions. So, um, I did really want a faculty position um, where I was going to be able to continue doing research, um, but also do some teaching because I really, really enjoy teaching. Um, when, as I was getting close to finishing up, I was honestly just casting a broad net, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I was looking at um, postdoc postdoctoral positions um to get additional research and um teaching experience um i was looking at some curriculum design positions mm-hmm. um and this <laughs> how i came to my current role is it didn't fall into my lap but um like that's not super far off so my <laughs> um my advisor uh, and and I mean I had to you know apply and do all the things, but like my advisor, um, Dr. Uh, Sadna Puntambaker, who's still a faculty here, actually and is fantastic. She um, went to they were having like a um, a networking event at the medical school, mm-hmm. and right. um, you know she got invited. Um, And the Department of Surgery had recently posted this position because they had gotten a new vice chair of education. And that vice chair of education was like, we really need someone with a background in education research to help facilitate that in the department. And so like the position vacancy listing was, they were like handing it out, like literally paper copies to people. (laughs) And she came back to the office and she brought it to me and she's like, yeah, this is, you know, it, it looks like a really unique position. It looks kind of interesting. You should, you know, check it out if you're interested, like it might be worth applying to. So I did, and I didn't hear anything for a few months because that's just how mm. things move that's in academia yeah. and also in medicine. <laughs> so you are like super slow. And then I was kind of given up hope and was considering some other positions and then got the interviews for this one. And here I still
0: am. Nine years later. <laughs> that's awesome. It's I, I feel like this is a a theme that I've seen with with the other faculty I've I've interviewed. Also, is that there's a real importance of mentors, uh, in terms of of kind of the guiding and guiding of the networking, and that a lot of times those are where we end up finding these positions and and kind of working into them. Um, so that's a really important step is to get to know <laughs> get to know your faculty members. Right? Yeah. Well, that's wonderful. So, <clears throat> excuse me. This is sort of an outside question, uh, but but sometimes I get asked this by students, so I'll I'll throw it out to you. So, educational psychology and school psychology are two different programs. But what um, what do you see as the differences? Because they sound alike when people are sort of considering them.
1: Yeah. Well, and um, yes, they're different, and I think, and this is not, you know, don't quote me on this at other institutions because I don't you know know how it works there. How it works here at UW is there's the program. Oh, oh are we still? Yep, we're good. It just went okay. for a second. <laughs> I saw that too. Um, there's the, the educational psychology program, but within, and I know we're not going to have video, so I don't know why I'm using my hands, but <laughs> within that, there's four uh, different tracks so my track was um learning sciences there's also a human development track for people who are interested more in you know research and applications um in uh, education sort of across the the lifespan mm-hmm. um there's a quantitative methods track for people who are interested in developing expertise related to how do you actually do um Uh, data collection and analysis of things like large scale educational interventions. And then there is a school psychology track and the school psychology track is really focused on um, training folks to go in to schools and be psychologists in schools, um, but also do research on that. Like I know there are school psychologist programs where you're focused on, you know, the, the counseling part not as much on the research. And the, the one at UW focuses on being a, a counselor in schools, but also heavily on a research component in addition to that.
0: Definitely. And that's just by nature, too, of the school being a research-based university. Right. right. Um, yeah. Wonderful. So you're here and you're in this position. And what are I, maybe maybe the last... Questions, but we'll see where it goes from there. But what are the things you love about it, and what are the things that are not quite as as great as as you would hope, or challenges, maybe yeah. we'll put it that way.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you know, um, one thing that I I really enjoy and why I'm still here is, um, you know, I, I think I I had brought up before, it's a really cool context to get to employ my expertise in right like thinking about you know how we train medical professionals and people who are providing you know care to us and care to patients um, and what that training looks looks like um, from you know both a practical but also a patient safety um, standpoint is really really interesting And so along with that, I really like the number of folks that I get to, um, connect with and learn from and collaborate with. Like I, you know, obviously I collaborate with, um, many, many of my surgeon colleagues. Mm -hmm. Um, but I also, um, sorry, bed flight. I don't know if you can hear (laughs) my office is in the hospital. Um, I also, uh, get to collaborate with folks, um, across different departments, like pediatrics, Mm -hmm. internal medicine, um, emergency medicine. Um, I get to work with folks, um, in different disciplines. So like nursing, Mm -hmm. um, I've, uh, done some, um, talks for the physician assistant program, um, you know, and, and, um, what else, uh, done research with um, folks, um, you know, in the School of Medicine and Public Health, but also um, folks from industrial and systems engineering as we think about, you know, hospital systems and Mm -hmm. how do we make uh, changes to the education program within sort of the, the larger system of care. So just like the breadth of people I get to work with and the things I've learned since coming here, things I never, you know, thought maybe I would learn, um, what different types of hernias are, things like that <laughs> uh, have been really, really interesting and fun. And, you know, I think it, um, it, it keeps what I'm doing, um, exciting in, yeah. in different ways. So,
0: yeah. Different. Um, that doesn't get stale.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think, you know, as with any job, there are certainly challenges. Um, one thing I wish I would have learned more about and had more experience with before coming here is um, just like management and managing mm. teams and, you know, like Having a research lab is in some ways, I think like having a small business, yeah. right? Like you, yeah. you, you know, um, uh, hire people, mm-hmm. um, you know, hopefully you get grant funding to hire people to to help with the work, but like, you need to, you know, manage them. Um, you're often hiring students of various kinds. Um, you're figuring out how to collaborate with colleagues and other co-investigators. And so, yeah, I like, I, uh, you have to manage budgets. Mm -hmm. Um, so that is definitely, it's not something I dislike and I'm fortunate to have resources, um, to help support a lot of those things, but it's definitely an area where I feel like I, um, had a knowledge gap as I started doing it more. Um, That, I mean, you know, again, no job is perfect. And we all like (laughs) grumble on certain days about things we might have to do or things not going the way we want. But, you know, I mean, I think in general, like I enjoy most aspects of, of my job.
0: That, that's wonderful. That's a place where I think the best place to land is is exactly. I like what I'm doing. I get up and I do yeah, it every day and I'm cool with that. <laughs> um, so I guess last thing is just uh, do you have any advice for students or anything? You just mentioned what one of the things you wish you had known kind of going in. Or are there any other things you wish you had known at any point in the process? Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, gosh, I'm trying to think of what might be useful because, yeah, hindsight's always 2020, right, right? And right. <laughs> you're like, oh, why didn't I do this, or why, you know, how didn't I know this? Um, I guess one thing, you know, one thing that I I think would also have been helpful would have been um, more practice with negotiation mm. um particularly as I you know negotiated my first contract and my first position right. um it, it just it wasn't something that I had had to do before nor mm-hmm. was I used to you know before I had come from the place of like oh great I'm getting a job right like right. wow that's right you know like Yay. And, you know, now, um, after coming in and talking to colleagues and the other thing I will say that I think people should know is like, there are actually quite a few jobs for psychologists in medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I work, um, I have a, a counterpart in, um, internal medicine and her background, I think is in, it's either curriculum curriculum or an instruction or, um, but like from a psychological anyway like I have a lot of um PhD colleagues that are coming from either an education or a psychology um background um who work with me so psychometrics that's the other one I was thinking about but like psychometrics from um you know a, a psychology or an education perspective like I have quite a few ed psych colleagues who um work at different institutions in different um medical disciplines throughout the country I also have people um who are educational psychologists but who have more of a um as I was mentioning quantitative methods Mm -hmm. um focus who do a lot with um like um assessment in Mm -hmm. medicine and so you know I do want to say like if education is of interest to you, if psychology is of interest, um, you know, and and um, you're at all interested in the medical field, I think there's a lot more information out there about jobs like mine now. Um, and I'm always happy to chat with anyone. So just wanted to put that out there. The reason I mentioned that, though, is because when I was negotiating my first contract, I think people didn't know as much about jobs like mine. And so sure. even though I went to my education advisors for some advice, like they weren't quite sure how to advise me with, um, you know, negotiating for my particular role. And in hindsight, I wish I would have talked to more people who had positions like mine about like, what salaries do you you have? What kind of things did you ask for when, you know, because depending on where you go, you can ask for different types of things for startup, like things right. like startup funds um which i didn't even know anything about and so definitely um thinking about you know how do how do i negotiate what might i ask for and what types of things might be appropriate for me to ask for mm-hmm. given the field that i'm going into
0: yeah that's great advice too i i often tell folks to talk with someone who's doing what it is you are thinking you're going to do and just kind of get that inside scoop on um, what it's like and, and what sorts of things are even available. So that's, that's wonderful. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add? Um, uh, or do have, did, did we cover, did we cover most of it?
1: I, I would just add, I think that, you know, um, obviously I, um, I really also feel, um, very fortunate to have the opportunity to do some teaching with you all at Madison College. So kind of getting back to the question about, you know, is there anything about my job I don't like? I wouldn't say it's something I don't like. It's just I don't have as many teaching opportunities um, to work with students as I maybe, you know, Um, originally had seen for myself, so when, um, you know, the adjunct pool came open at Madison College, I was like, I need to put an application (laughs) in there because, you know, Um, and like I said, I've been doing it since 2015. I'm so glad it worked out because, you know, I I really, I primarily teach um, intro psych and Mm -hmm. um, psych of Mm -hmm. human development, but I've also done um, developmental psych, Mm -hmm. um, and I just, I really enjoy, you know, learning about people and kind of helping them, helping students think about, you know, how can psychology apply to my life yeah. and my work? And if people want to go into psych, that's great. I'm always excited to talk to people about that. And I just became an honors advisor. So if oh, anyone ever on Student Honors Project, let you me know. But also it's just really fun to like help people think about, well, you know, even if I'm not going to take any more psych courses, how can I take what I've learned and apply it, you know, in, in what I will be doing. So, uh, just want to add, obviously that it's, it's so fun to, to be able to do these courses.
0: Yeah, definitely. I, I I love that. That's, that's true. That's the best part about psych is that there's something for everybody and it applies in so many different areas that I I don't know how you could find an area that it doesn't apply to. So, excuse me. So that is wonderful. Well, thank you so very much for joining me. And it's been a pleasure talking with you.
1: Thanks very much, Jenna.